through her mind. Shadowy corridors. She'd seen morgues on television, the scenes had always given her the willies. I'm sorry, said the voice on the phone. I'll be there by evening, as soon as I can get a flight. Emma's thoughts swirled after she hung up. She had to call Sue Rawlings, her employee at the greenhouse Emma owned. Most of the bedding plants would be okay, nothing her caretaker Ed couldn't handle for a while. It was late fall, so most of the growing season was behind her. The poinsettias were set for the Christmas season. Emma covered her eyes as tears spilled over. Lully, oh, Lully, her beautiful sister, dead? It wasn't possible. Emma slid out of bed, wincing when her feet touched the icy hardwood. Flannel leggings bunched at her knees, a long-tailed white shirt caught at her legs as she stumbled across the floor, bumping into the wing chair that sat beside the bed. Lully, Lully, dead. The last person she loved, the last, gone, too young. She was abandoned again. No, she'd heard a radio preacher sermonize just yesterday morning that death was never premature. It was always God's timing. She hadn't talked to Lully in years, but she always knew her sister was there. She could reach out to her if she wanted. It seemed only yesterday that they had been children, laughing, playing, drinking tea from miniature china cups in the shaded treehouse Dad had built behind Mother's perennial garden. Faint light seeped beneath the bathroom shade. Emma's hand fumbled for the faucet. Water splashed onto the front of her shirt. She stared at the widening blotches with morbid fascination. She was only vaguely aware of tears running down her cheeks. Tears. She hated to cry. She couldn't remember the last time she'd cried. Wait. Yes, she did. The last time was when Sam had abandoned her. She'd vowed then to never cry again. But now Lully was gone. Lully had abandoned her too. Straightening, she dashed water on her face and then turned on the hot water full blast. No more crying, Emma Manzi. Never again. Understand? You are truly on your own now. You have to act like a big girl. No more crying. Emma's eyes were red when she arrived at the greenhouse. She was the first there, first to put on the coffee pot and turn up the heat in the small office. Sue Rawlings would be the next to arrive. She was more than an employee, she was a friend whom Emma cherished. Sue was a 50-year-old mother of two who seemed to be in perpetual motion. Medium height, a little plump, brown hair streaked with gray at the temples, stripes she said she'd earned honestly with two teenage boys. When Emma, new diploma in hand, had been hired for a position at the cottage greenhouse in Gifts, Sue had welcomed her like an old friend. Later, Sue wanted more time for family and furthering her education, so she made Emma part owner, and eventually sold her the whole business. Sue liked to keep her hands in the nursery business, so she worked two days a week. Active in her church, Sue had invited Emma to services many times, but was never upset when Emma had one reason or another for not going. God wasn't someone with whom Emma had a relationship. God hadn't answered her prayers when her mother died, nor when Dad had disappeared, and he certainly hadn't brought Sam back to her. Obviously, 
God didn't concern himself with Emma Mansey, so Emma hadn't concerned herself with him for the past 15 years. Emma unlocked the greenhouse and stepped into the familiar space that was more home than any place she'd ever been. The smell of damp earth and leaves greening teased her senses. She automatically checked the plants as she moved down the rows, snipping a brown leaf here and there. At the end of a row, she dug her forefingers into earth and rubbed it between her fingers. How she loved her work, the care and growing of beautiful plants. She enjoyed planning and executing the landscaping of a new home or commercial building, but it was the miracle of a flower or bush or tree grown from a sprig or cutting that she loved. Emma! Sue's voice came to her from the door leading into the gift shop. You're even earlier than usual.